0: Ready to hear a story? You are. Lovely. This time, we have another story from someone you might know, called Little Susie. Little Susie and the Catastrophe, by Pop Johnson. Once upon a time, long, long ago, in the 1960s, A little girl named Susie was sitting quietly on the back stairs of her house and reading a favourite book about a brave girl who had great adventures, met many odd people and creatures in strange places and even fought a dragon once. I want to be like Alice when I grow up, little Susie told her imaginary friend Albert who was sitting beside the little girl hoping that she would read to him out loud which she very often did. "'I want to be like Alice too!' Albert exclaimed to his friend. "'But she's a girl!' Little Susie was careful to explain. "'You're a boy!' "'Oh!' replied Albert with disappointment. "'Well, read to me anyway!' Little Susie had just started a new chapter when Denny, her playpal from the street, came walking through the alley that ran behind and between their houses atop Highland Avenue. As usual, Denny was proudly wearing his Roy Rogers cowboy hat and shirt and his cowboy boots. The pant legs of his blue jeans were tucked inside the boot tops, the way a real cowboy would do. Denny often came over to Susie's house on Saturdays to play cowboys and Indians. Little Susie would be Pocahontas. She had real Cherokee moccasins of her own. And Albert would be her papoose whenever she could talk him into it. But this particular morning, Denny carefully cradled an old shoe box in his arms, and from Susie's perch on the back stairs, she could see something furry and small moving about inside it, which interested her very much. Want a kitten? Denny asked cheerfully as he reached the bottom of the stairs. Mommy says I can't keep it. Susie quickly put down her book on the stair beside her and jumped up, excited to look inside the box. The small white ball of fur peered up at her with crystal blue eyes and a pink nose. And then it mewed at her in a sweet kitten voice that melted her heart at once. What's its name? Susie asked as she picked up the tiny kitten and held it close to her cheek to feel the soft fur. This one is Snowball, Denny told her. I named him that because Mummy says it's a good name for a furry white kitten. We had three more, but Mummy gave them away before I could name them. Why did she give them away? Susie asked, amazed that anyone wouldn't want to keep all the kittens they could get. She says we can only keep Sheba, Snowball's Mummy. Susie had forgotten that Denny had told her weeks ago that his house cat, Sheba, was going to have kittens. Susie's mummy had said maybe when Susie asked if she could have one of them whenever they got born and, we'll see, for five more days after that until Susie forgot to ask again. Just then, Susie heard the soft squeak of the screen door behind her and then her mother Wilma's voice overhead. "'Well, Denny!' I guess Sheba had her litter then. Yes, ma'am, Denny answered politely. Mummy says Susie can have one, if it's okay. Susie's mummy pursed her lips and raised her eyebrows as she looked down at the furry kitten. Susie looked up at her mummy, with a great big hopeful please written all over her face. What's the name? Susie's mummy asked. Snowball. Susie and Denny answered together. Do you promise to be responsible and watch out for it? Susie's mummy asked her daughter. Yes. What's responsible? Albert asked Susie. But the little girl was far too excited about the kitten to answer the question. And feed it, and keep it safe until it gets big enough to grow out by itself? Susie's mummy added. Yes. Okie dokie, dominokie. Albert added for good measure. For the next several weeks, little Susie played with her new kitten, fed him, cuddled him and nuzzled him. She loved her new kitten and he loved her right back. But then, one Saturday morning, when Susie and her mommy drove to the city to shop for new school shoes at Loveman's department store, the little girl forgot to lock the back porch screen door and sure enough, Snowball got curious as a cat and pushed his way outside and into the backyard to explore. After Susie and her mommy returned home with the little girl's new Buster Brown school shoes, it wasn't long until she realised that Snowball was not in the house. Upstairs and down, little Susie searched ever more frantically until she began to cry. "'Well, crying won't help,' Albert scolded. "'Let's go get Denny and start looking for Snowball.' Soon, Denny and all the kids in the neighbourhood who were out playing that Saturday morning were helping Susie search for the missing kitten. They were calling out, Snowball! 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 All up and down the alley between the houses and out on the sidewalk and down the street. And it wasn't long before even Susie's and Denny's mummies and several other grown-ups joined the search. It seemed as if nearly everybody in the neighbourhood was out searching for Snowball. At the very end of the alley, across from Denny's house, Susie's mummy noticed the sweet older lady who lived there, the one all the children in the neighbourhood called Granny Deer, waving a hand high in the air. "'What's Granny Deer saying?' she asked, at no one in particular. "'She's too far away to hear. Maybe she's seen the kitten.' and so Susie's mommy gathered up her daughter on the way to Granny Deer's house to find out. As they got closer, they heard a dog barking at the spot where Granny was pointing at the trunk of a tall maple tree at the end of Denny's yard. I'm guessing it's either a squirrel or a cat the old dog has barked up the tree, Granny told them when Susie and her mommy got close enough to hear. The stray dog, for his part, paid no attention to the people approaching nearby, and just kept right on barking, with his front paws up on the tree, and his nose pointed towards its upper branches. As they approached the tree, Susie's mommy picked up a fallen branch from the tree, and prepared to shoo the barking dog, so that she could get a look at whatever critter might be hiding up there. You kids stay back now, until I chase the dog away, she told the children following behind. Yeah, he might have rabies, Albert declared excitedly kind of bees asked little susie not bees silly albert explained to his confused friend rabies they're big fleas and can bite you but really little susie wasn't at all convinced that albert knew much about rabies suddenly even before susie's mummy could shoo the dog away everyone saw a flash of cat coming out from Denny's house and speeding towards the maple tree it all happened so fast that everyone there froze in place. Sheba! Denny's mummy hollered from her yard. Sheba! Sheba! Denny yelled at almost the same time. Snowball's mummy flew by and jumped into the stray dog's head, boxing his ears with her front paws and scratching at his neck with her hind ones. She flailed away like a windmill in a hurricane and scared that old dog so badly that he ran for his life all the way down the alleyway and beyond the lamp post out on the corner. Denny's mummy and little Susie's mummy, and even Granny Deer, put their hands on their hips and laughed out loud at the yelping dog who was now running so fast that his hind legs nearly outrun his fore ones as he tried to get away from Snowball's mummy. Don't reckon that old dog'll be back here any time soon, Granny Deer said, as she took off her wire ringed glasses, and wiped laughing tears from her eyes. Snowball, of course, now spotted his mother on the ground below him from his perch high up in the tree limbs and took up a loud mewing to remind everyone of his predicament. Why won't Snowball just come down from the tree? Little Susie asked her mother. Cats won't come down if they're scared, Susie's mommy explained. Won't come down until the moon comes out, Granny added. Won't come down until it thunders, some say. Denny's mummy remarked. Well, we can't wait that long, Susie's mummy laughed as she looked up at the clear blue sky and the sun high above. What a catastrophe, Albert announced to little Susie as he shook his head slowly back and forth. I know what to do, little Susie spoke up loudly after a moment of quiet thought. Call the fire department. Yeah, Denny yelled, jumping up and down call the fire department! At first, the two mummies looked quizzically at their children, then at each other, and finally at Granny Deer, who only raised her eyebrows and shrugged. Then they headed off to Denny's house to call the fire department. Denny was so excited to see the big red truck arrive with its red lights flashing, as he began to dance around the trunk of the tree where Snowball was still hanging onto a limb above. Denny, what are you doing? His mummy hollered from the back porch of the house. ''Come away from there. You're in the way and might get hurt.'' As she walked towards the little boy to fetch him, little Susie began to laugh because Denny stopped dancing and started squeezing his knees hard together and holding on to the back of his jeans with one hand. ''What's wrong with Denny?'' Susie asked her mummy. ''I think he's got so excited. He has to go potty,'' she explained. ''And now the poor thing's going to miss Snowball's rescue.'' As Denny's mummy led him away to the house, a fireman quickly ran up the ladder and brought down the kitten all safe and sound, but maybe still a little scared. The End What a poor kitten getting stuck up a tree like that. I'm glad little Susie found him, and I'm glad that the fire department came to rescue him from the tree. I wonder, could you draw a picture of that? When you have... Ask your mummy or daddy to go and post it on the Facebook page at bedtime.fm slash Facebook. There have been a few more reviews over on iTunes. If you'd like to leave a review, go to bedtime.fm slash storytime slash subscribe and subscribe on iTunes, or you can pledge a small amount on Patreon and leave me a message there. This one by Phil Baseball says these stories are excellent for kids. This podcast features a great collection of stories for kids. They're engaging and fun. We always download them for car trips or just for relaxing time at home. And this one by Hannah, which came in from Patreon. She says, my daughter Five loves The Giant Who Cries Waterfalls. She's probably listened to it 25 or more times. That's a lot of times. I'm glad you like it. And this one by Amanda Noda simply says, thumbs. Kids love it. Thank you, Amanda and this one comes from Patreon supporters Cody10, Lulu8, Olive5, Haven3, and their unborn little sister. Says that they fall asleep to my gentle ways as often as they see a new story. Thank you for supporting Storytime on Patreon. I'd also like to thank Cindy Mac for becoming a new Patreon supporter, and most recently, Mary, who says, thank you for the stories. My four-year-old daughter Marina and I just discovered your podcast and are really enjoying it as part of her bedtime routine. Please keep them coming. She goes on to say that Marina's favourite stories are Twinkle Toes and Best Christmas Ever, and that they are loving the new voices. Are you liking the new voices? I hope so. Goodbye, and I look forward to seeing you at the next story.